Good morning. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock on this Thursday, July the 25th. I'm Adam Owens, and it is time on DNH for Taste Test Thursday. We bring in a guest, we grill them about their life, their work, and they are required to bring in a food item to share with me. It's always fun. It's always delicious. My guest this morning is Roger Becker. Good morning, Raj. Good morning. Can I call you Raj? You can call me Raj. Do you get Beck ever? Uh, I got Becks as a kid. Becks. But, uh, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call you Roger. Um, my, Ro- my brothers are Richard, and so if you bend some letters and take some nicknames, you get into some really dangerous areas. <laughs> some, some some deep waters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger is, uh, can I call you owner-operator of VO Syndicate? I, I am, I am. So uh, Roger's uh, life, your life work, I'll let you tell the story if that's cool, but I'll just sort of t- give listeners the, the, the Cliff Notes version. Uh, pro level, uh, big time voiceover. Yeah, I love uh, I love the voiceover world. I was a I was an audio engineer coming up. Uh, began in radio back in the day. Uh, went over to the mixing side of things, but uh, I really loved the voiceover aspect of things. The actors would come in and record their stuff, and that was my my favorite parts of the session. So yeah, I hyper focused. So were you the actor, or were you kind of like facilitating all of that? Yeah, no, I was just the engineer, just recording. I was watching these guys work, and I was I was amazed. I was dazzled. So you've you've literally sat there and watched people read the lines in all the big commercials that we've heard, pretty much. And this is pretty much primarily commercial voiceover. Uh, I. I, I pretty much spend most of my time in commercial voiceover. I do work in animation as well and oh. any other uh, realm too. But yeah, so well, audiobooks is a smaller business, uh, so it tends not to come up uh, to, to where I am. But audiobooks, animation, and big the big one is commercial VO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, commercial say, VO drives VO, the business. right? Yeah, commercial voiceover drives the business. So we'll t- we'll talk about all the business aspects, but I kind of want to rewind, start at square one. Like, where where are you from, dude? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up right outside of New York City, right uh, right across the George Washington Bridge. So in so. technically, that's New, New Jersey. That is New Jersey. Okay, yeah. we just we, right we say there. it quietly. <laughs> we say it quietly. And uh, our, did you did you ever actually live in New York City? I did. It was always as a kid growing up. Uh, that was where I wanted to be. And then uh, I got there, and uh, you know, it, my apartment did not look like Friends. Um, oh. You know, it was uh, it was tight. It was railroad style, which means just one room feeds into another. I was uh, r- rooming with somebody who was kind of uh, referred to me, and that didn't wasn't going so great. And, uh-huh. uh, five story walk ups. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't the dream I thought it was. The city life is not doesn't, isn't always like it. Something crawled out of the wall and I moved back to Jersey. Aha. So, all right. Yeah. So um so so going to high school in Jersey like did you did you sort of you were exposed to the world of voiceover, obviously, because you were listening to the radio and watching TV. Yeah, I grew up listening to classic rock radio uh, out of New York City, which was a very competitive market at the time. You had a couple of stations going at it there, and yeah, those DJs were gods to me. But uh, I, I was a, I was a wayward youth. Uh, you know, I had skipped some grades as a kid, so uh, I took some time off after high school. Followed the Dead for a while. Really, the Grateful Dead for You're those kidding. of you too young. Um, uh, and uh, and kicked around a bit, and then finally went to college. And there, uh, I met a guy who was working the, the college radio station, and he really kind of opened my eyes to to radio and and that's how it all kind of blew up for me so you're now what what were you going to college for did you even or were you just going to college to go to college I, yeah i was going to college mainly to go to college uh, <laughs> i majored in broadcasting i minored in ancient civilization what yeah at one point i could speak ancient greek and latin can you tell me years. something cool about ancient civilizations uh, uh, yeah it was, yeah it was it was uh, the school had a particular program there i needed to minor in something i had some uh cockamamie dream as a as a young man that i wanted to bring uh, homer's uh works to to, to film to make it more accessible <gasps> to the pop audience. Unfortunately, they did that years later. Uh, they destroyed um, uh, the, the, the the Iliad in Troy. Uh, what about what did was uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Was that a yeah, isn't that based yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. They they had a much more clever take on it than right. I. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so but you a major in broadcasting. Now this would have led you to a career in what radio or television? Yeah, I really wanted to work in radio. I had a uh, really savvy um, uh, academic advisor who uh, told me that radio would be a dead business by the time I was thirty five. So I yeah, I'm forty four. 
doing okay. Yeah, and radio seems to be just fine. Yeah, um, in fact, good. it's growing. Uh, but uh, uh, I went over and worked uh, uh, in the TV side of things, and I did not do well on camera. I did not thrive that way. Oh. It was not a comfortable environment for me. So uh, I decided to learn the other side of the board, and I went and got a, an additional degree down at a place called Full Sail in Florida. Oh, which I know is a, Full Sail. Yeah, which is a tech school, and uh, I decided to work in live music. So, but but now, hang on, back to college and, and radio. Mm-hmm. You actually you got a gig at the college radio station where oh, you were going yeah. to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what what was your radio show like? Uh, oh, uh, WHTZ uh, out of Holland, Michigan. What yeah, kind yeah, of music? Yeah. Oh, what kind of oh, music? Yeah, were you we, we, it was for a college radio station for a small school. It was we were we were fairly proud. I think we were a thousand watts, so we covered some farmland. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah when yeah. it's flat, a thousand yeah, yeah. watts goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, we rocked pretty good. <laughs> um, it was mostly you know uh, we weren't totally independent like uh, like some college radio mm-hmm. uh, that we would have been scoffed at by the by the truly hardcore. Um, but we tried to play only new stuff. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's yeah, yeah. very cool. So. Um, okay, so then you went to, so you wound up from, what would you say, Wisconsin? Uh, no, it was Michigan. Michigan, yeah, sorry, yeah. Michigan, to... It, they're one and the same. To Florida. Yeah, to Florida. How did yeah. that, what was the trade, what because, was that like? Uh, it snowed 64 consecutive <laughs> days on the lake uh, my freshman year of college, and yeah. I swore I'd never make that mistake again. Uh-huh. So then I went to Florida, I cut my mullet the day I got there, Oh, you it was had too a mullet, hot. dude? Oh, yeah, I yeah. can totally see you with a mullet. Yeah, if you guys have a, you know, if, if people are really enthralled by my appearance here, and you want to put up a promotional photo of me, I believe there's one from the radio days with the mullet and some sort of beard. Oh, I kind of so look like, uh, like a a long-haired portly version of you yeah okay all right I, i'd buy it i'd buy it um yeah we'll, we'll find the photo we'll put it on facebook um my guest this morning is roger becker uh from vo syndicate now roger you worked for years in new york city with major uh voiceover uh what do i say companies or yeah, major voiceover actors really I, actors I, it, it's 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 kind of an independent business uh you know actors really work for themselves obviously they're repped by larger agencies and things like that but most of the people i work with uh they're not necessarily it's not so much a voice business anymore as much as it's an acting business so right it's so not it's really the Voice theater. acting is the, the phrase, right? Yeah, the theater and the TV actors uh, of New York City and the and the film actors who are in New York City, those are the ones who are really coming up for, for a lot of these jobs and roles. So I know that a lot of people, myself included, honestly, you grow up, if you have a kind of a decent decent set of pipes on you, you hear a lot like, oh, wow, you should get into voiceover. You should be a voice actor or whatever. Uh, I'm going to ask you about you know what the process of that might be like now and maybe what it might have been like back in the day. And I kind of want to know a little bit more about some of the, I don't know, some of the, the when I say some of the names you've worked with, I, I, I mean less the names of the voice actors and more the names of the companies that they did the commercials for. Like, mm-hmm. are, like, are we talking like Dunkin' Donuts and Home Depot here? Oh, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, we had that account for a long time. McDonald's, I ran the better part of that account for like 14 or 15 years oh. uh, for the eastern half of the United States. Um, yeah, no, all, all your, your Fortune 500 companies, your big boys, everything from... Did you, uh, did you meet the guy that does the Geico Lizard? Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah, no, I, I, I'm aware of his story and the guy who replaced him, who was, uh, was actually a production guy. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. Okay, and then, and then, okay. Well, I kind of want to get a little more detail on this. We, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back, but like, just, just spoil it for me right now. Like, is there still money to be made in voice acting and voiceover? Uh, it's a highly, highly competitive business. I mean, you know, as long as you're comfortable walking into a waiting area, picking up a script and looking across at you at the person who won a Tony last night, and you know, three other, uh, you know, Emmy award winning actors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the guy who just uh, you know ripped your heart out on an episode of whatever you watched last night, yeah, yeah. If you can stand up to that competition, but it is it is aggressive. It's it is a business though that has a lot of different satellite levels to it, and there are people who who make a very comfortable living working out of home studios in their basement.
basements or, or wherever in parts unknown USA all the time. Right. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. A lot of uh, again, audiobooks is a, an exploding part of our business, um, and a lot of that is done, you know, on your own. All right. So we'll talk a little more about that, and I'll ask you if you have any tips for anybody who's getting into the VO industry. My guest this morning, Roger Becker from VO Syndicate. This is sort of your own company that you've gone off and started on your own. Yeah, I worked uh, for a different casting company for the better part of 15 years, and then right. uh, eventually broke off and did my own thing. So we'll we'll talk about that. And you did you you brought something to eat? I did, I did. Brought straight from my wife. Don't my tell wife's, my wife's hands. Don't tell me what it is. I'm excited. Okay, we're gonna be right back. We'll take a break as Taste Test Thursday continues on DNH. The need is constant. The gratification immediate. Please give blood. The American Red Cross needs you. Every two seconds, someone in the United States needs blood. And each year, 1.6 million people are diagnosed with cancer. Many will need blood during chemotherapy treatments. And a single car accident victim can require up to 100 pints of blood. Your donation can help save the lives of up to three people. Donated blood has a shelf life of only 42 days. And blood cannot be manufactured. It's only produced in the human body. If you've ever wanted to help others, remember, don't Donating blood saves lives. There are two blood drives in our area tomorrow. One at the Moxie Club in Carbondale and the other at the Marina Building at the Escape in Greentown. Both are from 1 to 6. Choose the location convenient to you and donate blood. Give the gift of life. This message is brought to you by Wayne Memorial Hospital and the Wayne Memorial Health System. They strive to offer the highest quality inpatient and outpatient care in more than 30 medical specialties. Visit WMH.org for more information. Hi, this is Chief Boomer Bojo from the Hancock Fire Department. And I'm Blaze, an assistant chief with the Hancock Fire Department. Join us for our annual Fireman's Field Days today and tomorrow. This event has been a tradition in the Hancock community for years, and this year we plan on making it bigger and better than ever. There will be rides, food, vendors, games, and fun for all ages. This year, we'll also be having a large-scale cornhole tournament with a total of $1,500 in prizes. Join us starting at 6 p.m. with rides, food, and fun for all ages. Friday night, make sure to stick around and catch the largest fireworks show in the area starting at dark. Then Saturday, the fun starts at noon with a lumberjack competition followed by tractor pulls and the large money cornhole tournament. And finally, our annual parade at 6 p.m. Follow our Facebook page, Hancock Volunteer Fire Department Official, for more information on how you can participate in the cornhole tournament or the parade. Every year, this event helps our fire department raise money for much-needed equipment. We appreciate the community's continued support and look forward to seeing you at the Hancock Fireman's Field Days today and tomorrow. Join Lackawack Sanctuary on Saturday, August 10th for an intimate food experience surrounded by the beauty of a forest setting and the historic Watrous Lodge at the 4th Annual Farm to Plate Dinner. Dine al fresco at Lackawack's 115-year-old Watrous Lodge. Enjoy deliciously prepared and sustainably grown farm food by Calkins Creamery and Settlers Hospitality Group. The 2019 dinner is presented by Rustic Charm Vintage Rentals and will feature an open bar, dinner stations, live music, and a silent auction. Cost per person is $85 and can be purchased in advance by calling Lackawack at 570-689-9494 or by visiting Lackawack.org. Lifetime Achievement Awards will be awarded this year to Attorney Jack Spall, Wedco, and Wayne Bank. Join Lackawack Sanctuary for their fourth annual Farm to Plate Dinner, August 10th at 6 p.m. Tickets and more by calling 689-9494 or visit Lackawack.org. Thousands of your friends and neighbors take time away from their families to pick up after you because you can't or won't throw away your litter properly. PennDOT can't repair our bridges and roads when they are picking up tires, couches, and chairs that you are dumping along our roadways carelessly. Would you do this in your own front lawn? No. Then why do it on everyone else's? Feel bad yet? No. 
Well, littering is not just a bad idea, it's a crime. Littering starts with you and stops with you. You can help. Visit PickUpThePoconos.com. We're back on Taste Test Thursday here. It is 24 minutes after 8 o'clock. My guest is Roger Becker, uh, who's been involved in the New York City voiceover and voice acting scene for years and years and years and years and years and has recently kind of struck off and done his own thing. Uh, what, what what casting director is that the official title you would have? That's the yeah, that's how I go by. So so explain how this works now. Let's just let's just say that I'm a big celebrity voice acting you guy. You don't need to be a big celebrity voice guy. You just need to be the guy I'm looking for. If you have uh, you know if I'm looking for uh, uh, an accessible guy with uh, with a neighborly tone, really you ugly know, face kind uh, of with a face for radio. <laughs> um, you know uh, you'd come on in. You'd receive a, a script at the audition. You'd have time to, to kind of work that out on your own. Uh, the the true pros of my business know that most of the opportunities to win the job is right out there in that that ante room uh, when it's just you alone with the words uh, the ability to take uh, somebody else's words especially when it's kind of sometimes strictly written or professionally written and uh, and create flow to it create a natural ease to make it sound as if you're just a buddy of mine talking to me uh, you know the most famous direction in my business is just talk to me like we're two guys on bar stools next to each other well I've never sat on a bar stool next to anybody and been like hey the whopper you know <laughs> so that's an awkward direction but uh, but these people's <laughs> gift is that they can do exactly that they can make it sound like they're just fireside chatting with you and making it easy. So very often the script that they get handed, it's it's been crafted and honed to within an inch of its life by a whole team of people who yeah. the, the the actor will never meet or yep. see. And if it's pharma, then it's even worse because pharma. Then what do you mean pharma? Like pharmaceutical stuff. Because oh. then you have to tell me about you know I'm going to grow a third arm if I take this, and you have to make that sound like it's a pleasant experience. Nine out of so. ten autolingarologists yeah, prefer yeah. right. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm I'm in the waiting room. I get the script. Uh, sitting across from me is I don't know you know the guy who plays Wolverine or whatever. They've, or the you know Don Draper from Mad. <laughs> Man, they've got him coming in. Sure, you got John Ham. John Ham. We're getting John Ham in to read the spot. Uh, and then there's little old me. So I've got my script. I'm doing my best. I'm kind of thinking, all right, here's how I'm going to approach this. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go with my gut, whatever it is. Yeah, you're running it softly, you yeah. know, in your mind or even out loud a couple of times, just to ease off the punctuation and not make it so well framed. And then uh, you'll come into the studio, and you know, every casting director works differently. I usually let you play your instincts and take one, and then either I laugh really hard or I give you a thumbs up, and we we just enhance it and make it better. But uh, but my job is to help give you a little bit of more insight. Or, uh, or give the script a little bit more shape, or uh, point, put, to, point to certain moments and ask you to kind of you know build them up a little bit. Lean on this, or sort yeah, of. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of have an idea of how the uh, well, what would it be the client? I guess. Yes, I have the exact idea because okay. I've yeah I've talked to them ad nauseum. The people who wrote it, I who get, it, I get it. it straight out of their minds, and uh, and so I kind of know exactly where they want it. That's not to say that there's one exact approach, mm -hmm. but my job is to kind of think every approach out ahead of time. Uh, a wonderful day for me in casting is when an actor comes in and, and finds a joke or plays a note in a way in which I did think of it ahead of time okay um that usually really kind of picks my eyes up or, or picks my ears up as it were so let's say okay so let's say we're doing a spot for what a home depot let's mm -hmm. just pick it out uh how many different actors would on average come in and audition for this oh if you're talking about a radio spot you know a guy who's going to carry a 30 second radio spot maybe 20 okay now, that would be about right if you're talking about like the voice of home depot like we're going to replace josh lucas because you know he's making too much money right, he's the one in all the home depot right? Uh, yes, right yeah all the national stuff yeah, okay yeah. yeah i know the voice they have a yeah yeah um they have a, a kind of a, a Fake Josh Lucas to do uh, some of the local tagging and things like that. But, oh uh, wow! But yeah. So, so wait, hang. So, so I know what this. I know exactly what you mean by this. But let's explain to mm -hmm. listeners. So, like, so right, the Home Depot spot is what 25 seconds long, yeah. and there's five seconds at the end where each, depending on where the look, if it's running in North Carolina or if it's running in mm -hmm. California, it's a little bit different at the end. Yeah. So they get the main guy to do the first 25 seconds, and then they have sort of a a stunt double almost, almost for the final five seconds because he's doing. 
500 different tags for all the different localities. Yeah, and sometimes that's also a, a, a financial decision, too. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, Josh Lucas's time is a bit more expensive than the average scale actor, so yeah. So let's talk about the, the money, if that's mm. okay here. So oh, every, everybody's billionaires. <laughs> In the VO industry, it's yeah, all no, billionaires. That's, that's, the, that's the, 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 the popular myth. But, but, like, uh, but like if I say, if I'm the one guy that says, I, you know, I don't know, whatever the line is, you know, Mentos, the fresh maker, mm-hmm. you know, and then they use that 70,000 times over the next 10 years. A lot of it depends on, uh, on your, the, the, the quality of your contract. And uh, also the matter is if it's a union or a non-union situation because there is a, a divide in our business in that sense. But, yeah, if you're a Screen Actors Guild actor, a member of SAG-AFTRA, okay. Okay. And you're doing a, a national spot that's going to air for a year. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about five figures. Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah. Just for one trip into the studio? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's an amazing <sighs> thing. Actors really, really uh, hunt down these jobs. Uh, it's it's said that the job is auditioning. The job is the pursuit. Um, you right. Know, yeah, you don't have to book many. You just have to book the right things. But but access to the opportunity is extremely difficult. And again, the competition is overwhelming. And the ability to live up and stand up to it. There's often situations where people come in and, and audition fabulously and do well at that level and then get called into the booking and just struggle to make adjustments and things like that. That's why we come back to this idea of it very much being an actor's business. I get the same question you get all the time, Adam. You know, I, again, I come from a broadcast background. Yeah. There's some depth to my voice. I'm a, I'm a robust speaker. Yeah. Uh, so most people say, oh, when the minute voiceovers comes up, they say, oh, you're the voice in the commercials. And I say, no, I'm the guy on the other side of it because I'm much more comfortable there. Uh, it, takes a, it takes a certain animal inside you to, to do this job. Oh, yeah. So now, uh, the, the, so the casting director thing, uh, how many years in New York City approximately? Oh, uh, for you? Uh, 25. Whoa. Yeah. Lifer. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Really, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so now you, right, so you did you did the Full Sail University. Mm-hmm. How, tell me about the transition from that to then working yeah, in the I city. Yeah, I came up and worked at a studio in the city. I had my own li- live sound business. I was mixing sound in a couple of uh, of larger kind of uh, Like for concerts venues. and things? Yeah, yeah, small venues, but uh, larger, you know, bar scene venues in Jersey. I had my own company. And then uh, it was just, you know, I was in my, my early 20s. I was I was working 10 hours a day in studios in the city for squat, for yeah. if, if anything, um, you know, doing every menial job possible and then I was hauling the mail back to Jersey to mix bands till the wee hours of the morning so you get to that point where you say well either you know something's got to give here yeah um and somebody actually made an offer on my live sound company for the contract and, oh wow uh, that, that I had and I took that and I reinvested myself in in, in the, the the day job part of my life very so. cool and and you know 20 25 years I miss the live sound business though you know there's nothing like uh, there's nothing like really? having oh there's nothing like having singers and guitar players yell at you about bad monitor mixes and, <laughs> are you, or, really? you know, oh yeah or, or watching the meltdowns that fans have like some of these great uh, films that have come out over the last couple of years about uh, rock acts uh, sometimes they they nail those scenes so yeah. well where uh, where people are having meltdowns or bands are falling apart that I miss that drama but now you're so but you're so are you really you're out of that live sound thing entirely would you yeah yeah I don't I barely even go to concerts anymore I mean I'm, I'm a guy who's seen thousands of concerts and I, I barely even get out to that, that type you of really follow the dead I did yeah 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 not uh, not all the way across the country but uh, we, we we did it a little bit differently like we would work for months at a time and st- save up money yep. and then go out for a couple weeks or Got until it. we we ran out of money and then go and back then we, to work yeah, and then go home. Oh. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, sleeping in the dirt and right, you know, and, right, right. And selling peanut butter and Jerry's. I, I kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we it might have been eight of us in a hotel room, but we showered. You know? So you, you know, Vo Syndicate is your is a sort of a new uh, chapter in your life. Yeah, we're five years in now. So, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. time flies, dude. Well, That's yeah. right. 
So you, it's basically, is it kind of the same thing except you're working for yourself now? You're still kind of, you call yourself a casting director? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, my, that's my first love. All my sessions are, are have my handprints on them. Uh, I don't farm things out typically. Uh, everything's uh, within. So yeah, I very much have my, my, my hands on the, the heartbeat. And is it in, are you working from home? Are you going into the city sometimes? I do some of my work out of the house, uh, especially if, I, if I'm working with another city, if I'm working with LA, I don't need to, to be in a studio in New York. Nowadays with technology, I can patch in right from my home. So that is kind of nice. Cool. But anytime I'm running live casting sessions, I'm in New York City because the actors need to come to me so yep. it becomes a more centralized location um would you it's, if you when i took i took a class from you in new york city i guess six years ago now time really flies here um and you you told us all a little bit about a moment in history where uh, actors went on actors went on strike and and all of a sudden the vo sort of casting game kind of changed a little bit yeah before the year 2000 i mean uh, you know really uh, where i grew up in the 70s and 80s uh, you had that kind of one finger in the ear announcer who dropped his voice and told you he was selling air conditioners out on the service road right. uh, of such and such yeah. that voice and, yeah. and the minute you heard him speak you knew he was selling you something that was i kind of missed that era because there's something very honest about that yep. um nowadays it's much more in your hip pocket it's again much more kind of neighborly your buddy just talking to you about your bank account you're like why are we whispering about my bank <laughs> account right now but uh but so, so it really has changed quite a bit but yeah in, in uh, right around the year 2000 there was a there was a big actor strike within the within the sag after union or sag at the time and um the sound just changed we wound up having a the, the business had to go on and the the professional actors weren't couldn't do the work so we had to bring uh, the, at the time kind of the the next tier in of yep. people who were looking for that kind of work and some of them had uh, speech imperfections lisps they sounded a bit more like your kids little league coach than a, a radio announcer yep. and the advertising business and and people in across america just kind of ate this up they it they bought this and they loved it yeah and it cr created a, a pretty radical shift so when the, the the actors union came back from the strike some of those kind of old-timey announcers kind of found a, a new day uh, had, had dawned, and some of them, unfortunately, you know, decided to, to kind of cash out and retire early because the, the call for them wasn't as great. So the sort of regular Joe voice just connected with people it worked yeah, yeah. and it was almost by accident that it, it kind of came around yeah 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 there's, there's no there's no rules nowadays uh, again if, if, if the definition of interesting voice has changed quite a bit yes yeah. so uh it's somebody who's trying to kind of get into vo for money uh do you have a piece of advice um, yeah, be careful where you go. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, people out there who are who are not really uh, equipped to, to to bring you up to the next level and really train you properly. So definitely vet wherever you're going to go. Um, now in nowadays world, that's just a good kind of habit overall. Amen, but yeah. uh, especially in my business, there's some people who will, who who will grab you outside the Port Authority in New York and promise you. Hey, you want to be on voiceover? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put you on voiceover. You'll be in the next commercial. So program. definitely yeah. vet who uh, make sure these people have credentials and that that. that they know what they're doing, um, but there's the ability now. A lot. Of, some people teach over Skype and, and and FaceTime and things like that. I won't do that. I, I have to teach face up and live. Yeah. Um, but some people will do it uh, remote. But again, due to technology and due to the way uh, online voiceover recruiting works at some of these voices uh, sites and things like that, mm -hmm. you can definitely work again anywhere in the country if you have the right environment. Right. You, the, you really do need a, a, a deadened room, sound wise, and a decent microphone and the ability to record yourself. But, but that's, if you're, that's it, not much. Yeah. Honestly, no, no it's not. It's not a huge. That's attainable. But there's definitely training required. Yeah. And, and I don't think this is a business you can learn from a book. I definitely think it's something you have to learn through experience. And you also have to be prepared for some some pretty harsh realities. Most agents in New York, especially the top-tier talent agents, when you sit down and meet with them, even if you have all the promise in the world or even a decent resume up to that point of other acting, they'll sit you down and say, we don't expect you to book anything for a year. I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah, how many how many times do you have to fall down before you finally yeah, get up? that's intimidating. And some yeah. people take that as a kick in the face and say, well, how am I supposed to feed my family? And we say, well, exactly. You know, that's yeah. why the, the top-tier rules in this business and everybody 
else is struggling. So. All right. Well, good. My guest, Roger Becker from VO Syndicate, joins me this morning for Taste Test Thursday. Roger's got a lifetime as a casting director for voiceover in New York City and uh, now VO Syndicate, uh, his own business. He's working for himself. Roger, you're re- relatively recently a father. Well, uh, for the second time. For the second time. Yeah, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old and, uh, and a, a month, uh, two, almost two-month-old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who goes on vacation with a two-month-old? What were we thinking? So, you're, <laughs> you know, uh, if you gotta, if you got to get a break in, you got to get a break. Um, and so it's pure coincidence that you actually wound up in this neck of the woods, huh? It really is. It really is. Yeah, I was, I was kind of a, almost a dart on the map type of thing, just looking for a, a – my daughter watches a lot of Curious George. Okay. And so a Curious George, as you well know, lives in the city with the man with the yellow hat. Yes. And they often vacation out at their country house. Ah. And I wanted to give my daughter the Lake Wanasink Lake experience. Uh, so Lake Wallen Popak filled in for that. Um, and, and filled in very well. We're yes, having a wonderful a, time. A fine lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man-made lake. Did yeah. you know that? We have, yes, we, we took the boat tour oh, yesterday <laughs> and learned all about it. There's an episode of The Office, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, well, congratulations Thank on the you. newborn, and uh, just you know, it's, it looks like you're doing pretty good, man. Mm. It sounds like it too. Everything's good. All right. So, well, what about food? Uh, well, my you caught me a little off guard on that one. Okay. Here I am outside my element. I mean, sure. I couldn't bring you Ray's pizza or anything like oh. that. You know, uh, I wasn't going to drive back to New York City. No, I don't. So, uh, so uh, I did the. You asked for my favorite food. Yeah. I'm not kissing up here, but it's my wife's banana bread. Let's do it. So go get it. All right. Roger's going to get it. I'm going to turn our microphone in between us now. This is our sort of kitchen table here. Get some napkins out, I think, just in case. Now, I'm sure that uh, you've had many people bring banana bread in here. Um, it might be played, but... Wait, hang on a sec. Melissa, banana bread at work, dude! <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, However, yeah, my wife adds chocolate chips on my request, and oh. that becomes a whole different animal. Roger! So, um, I'm not a big believer in traditional breakfast foods. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I got a selfie with this thing in the background. This is a heck of a piece. This, look at this thing. That's ah, some piece of banana bread. My dude. wife is from good Midwestern stock, and she knows how to uh, how to bake a banana bread. That's for sure. It's like spilling over the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's effervescent, and uh, it, uh, it it tastes pretty darn good. It's all too. like kind of cracked on the top. It's like mm-hmm. you could just see the textures. I almost don't want to cut into it. Now, sometimes we were again we were working in a in a strange kitchen. Yes. We, we had to, to go out and, and forage for these uh, <laughs> for the bananas, these, yeah, yeah, for the chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah lo- local chocolate chips. When of course. she really kicks it up a notch, she'll mix in chocolate chips and chocolate ch- chunks. Oh just wow! Just so, like in any in any bite, you just have no idea just what's going to happen. An absolute mm-hmm. cacophony of chocolate and yeah, bananas. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a knife up here by any chance? I, I did. I. I did not think it was smart to enter your radio station with a knife <laughs> carrying a strapped blade. to me in any way. All right, we're going to do that. We're going to do. You can just shove your hand right in there. We're going to do this. I, have, right out of the I tin. have this. This will be fine. Do you trust me? No, absolutely. Uh, that's a mistake. Absolutely. But okay, here we go. Okay, so crusty on top, soft mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. How long has she been making the banana bread? Um, well, it's the reason I fell in love with her. So Is it really? I knew her. One of the reasons. One of the main reasons. You want half of this? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Go, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, moist and delicate on the inside, crusty on the outside. That's exactly what everybody wants to listen to is me chewing. Yeah, yeah but yeah, anybody who's got that, whatever the condition is where you hate hearing people chew, you may wish to turn your radio down right now. Uh-huh. That's good, though. Oh. Mm. Oh, wow. It's good. The, this, the top here where it's a little crusty is so good. I was rather upset when I found out that she sometimes she'll make individual ones, and she had made one big one. So this, basically, I have to leave here today, and now oh, you get the rest of it. Shucks. I basically only get this half no, a piece you can take me. multiple sides. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, I, if I'm good, maybe I'll get another one when I get oh, home. Oh, man. Oh, what, uh, what's your wife's name? Darcy. Darcy, nice job, lady. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, taught by the best, her mother, Jean. Oh, 
man. They're a, they're they're a dynamite duo. Oh. Wow. But yeah, this it's it's got all the right um the right textures, proportions too. Mm -hmm. Good banana flavor. Great chocolate flavor. And again, people can get on me about the chocolate in the morning, but No, no, dude. I think you're right. I mean, look, what was it? Uh, pan au chocolat. You know, the French do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh. Okay. And I read an article the other day that they that's, that's said ice cream is actually underrated for breakfast. Yeah, hey, it's good brain food in the morning. Sure, whatever. I've heard that too, actually. If you're going to eat, my theory would be eat the worst stuff you're going to eat all day in the morning, right? Because you have all day to burn through it. That's the, That would be my you know, thinking. That logically makes some pretty good sense. I think mm. over the years, as I've gotten older, I've shifted to bigger lunches and smaller dinners, probably, but... I've shifted to <laughs> more, more of everything. I should never have bought a deep fryer for myself. That was a huge mistake. My guest Roger Becker and I will be back for the third and final segment of Taste Test Thursday. I'm going to give Roger a choice of what he wants to eat. I brought in two different things. Uh, we'll decide what he wants to eat I'm in just a couple of minutes. Terrified. No, nah, this is be I, n nothing gross, nothing alive, like I promise. It's, it's pretty pretty tame stuff, to be honest with you. But we're going to have fun with it either way. Uh, Taste Test Thursday continues. We'll check our forecast before we come back right here on DNH. And you thought there was only one type of French fry. Montana fries. I can't believe when I see them being made. They have cheddar cheese, ranch, and sprinkled with bacon. They're loaded. It's like a loaded baked potato. But that's not all. Our famous disco fries, we've had them forever. That's brown gravy and mozzarella. Kind of a ripoff from the Canadian Poutine with its squeaky cheese. Volcano fries are cool. They're uh, with hot sauce and blue cheese and our cheesy devil fries. Hot sauce and cheddar cheese sauce. And of course, we just have the bacon and ranch fries and the cheddar and bacon fries. With a large variety of delicious fry choices, what type of fry does Polly like? I honestly, I, I personally just like my fries plain because they're so good. I don't understand why we are putting all that stuff on them. Polly's for hot dogs, hoagies, wraps, cheesesteaks, burgers, baskets, desserts, and of course, fries. Seems like the more good stuff you can put on a great fry, it's just the ultimate, I guess. I don't know. Polly's on Park Street in Honesdale. Open every night till midnight. Are you tired of your dentures? Do you find they flop around in your mouth when you speak, stick to the roof of your mouth, or even make you gag? Now you can bite, taste, chew, laugh, and speak with no worries with Snap-on Dentures at Honesdale Family and Implant Dentistry. Snap-on Dentures are different than traditional dentures. They are anchored to implant posts, making them more stable. They don't cover your palate, and they won't slip or slide when you eat or speak. And even better, you will actually be able to eat and taste the delicious foods you've missed, like steak and corn on the cob. You'll have more confidence, find them easier to maintain, and they'll improve your quality of life. If you're interested in restoring your teeth with dentures but don't like the discomfort of traditional dentures, Snap-on Dentures may be a good fit for you. Give me a call, Dr. David Boldish, at Honesdale Family and Implant Dentistry today for a complimentary consultation. 570-253-0715, located at 1325 North Main Street, Honesdale. Here in the Northeast, it's growing season. You could smell it in the air. It's mowing season. Working the land and loving it. Getting things done and feeling good. This is Kubota country. This is Marshall Machinery. We don't keep up with others. We show them how it's done. At home, on the farm, or work site. When you've got a job that needs to be done with ease and precision, you've got a job for Kubota. Check out the full line of Kubota equipment at Marshall Machinery on Route 652 between Indian Orchard and Beach Lake. With the Kubota series of tractors, mowers, and utility vehicles, you can attack any project with power and durability, comfort, and dependability. With your Kubota from Marshall Machinery, you can accomplish almost anything. And they've got great financing available to those who qualify. See if you do and get the Kubota you've always wanted. Marshall Machinery on Route 652 between Beach Lake and Indian Orchard. Kubota at Marshall Machinery. Kubota, nothing like it on earth. 
think it's time you had keys of your own. Ah, oh, yes! It's graduation time. Congratulate that special high school or college graduate in your life by giving the gift they really want. The gift of independence with a clean quality and dependable vehicle from JTIG Auto Sales. JTIG Auto has an awesome selection of cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs to get your new graduate to work and school and everywhere in between. JTIG Auto Sales has been selling the best used cars in our area for 32 years and prides themselves in honesty and integrity. JTIG Auto is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, offers competitive prices to suit any budget, and all vehicles come with a one-year inspection and guarantee. Visit JTIG Auto Sales, Route 6 in Holly, PA, or call 570-226-6450. And the JTIG family sends a warm congratulations to all the high school and college graduates of 2019. Lake Region Weather! We'll get a nice sunny day today, high temperatures around 80 degrees on the top end, and for the night tonight, we'll dip down to the upper 50s. Clear skies and sunshine for Friday with highs in the lower 80s. Clear skies for Friday night, lows in the lower 60s. Saturday, it's another sunny day with highs in the mid-80s and another clear night Saturday night, lower 60s for the overnight. Sunday looks great as well, sunshine, mid-80s. Sunshine for Monday, mid-80s again. And right now, it's 64 degrees. Turn on. Yeah, I do. It's all about the music. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 95.3. We're back on Taste Test Thursday here this Thursday, July 25th. I'm Adam Owens. My guest this morning is Roger Becker from VO Syndicate. Roger joins me in the studio with 25 years in the voiceover industry under his belt. Roger, it's great to have you here this morning. Thank you for coming in. It's a pleasure. It's what good a, to see you. What a cool surprise to get a message like that. And you're you're in, you're staying on Lake Wall and Paw Pack. Come on. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. And the banana bread. Uh, D- Darcy, right? Yeah. <sighs> Darcy, thank you, lady. Really, really nice. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so we're at the final portion of the show. You brought some food in to share with me. Now I, I share food with you. Um, okay, I tell people when they're going to come in, I say, you know, bring your favorite food. It can be homemade. It can be store-bought. It can be your favorite flavored potato chips, for crying out loud. And that's what I brought in today. Uh, this is this is my favorite flavored potato chips. These are... Now, here's the thing. And I've, three different brands. And, and three different... Well, here's the thing. We're going to do a taste... We're going to do an actual legitimate taste test here. We're going to pick a favorite. Southern Sweet Heat Barbecue. So it's not just barbecue. It's this sort of like spicy barbecue. Sweet, spicy. It's like one of my favorite flavor combinations ever. Uh, and I found the uh, what the Utz brand Southern Sweet Heat Barbecue a couple of years ago and really liked them. And I was at the grocery store yesterday and I found three different Southern Sweet Heat Barbecue chips. We've got Utz brand. We've got Lay's brand, and we've got uh, Wise brand. See, now, just to tie back to what we were talking about before, you're hitting those products a little hard. You want to ease those into the sense. Okay, go on. They're not Lay's chips as much as they're just Lay's chips. We've got the Lay's just... chips, we got the Utz chips, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we got this with the Wise yeah. chips over and here. Sometimes you even want to kind of rub your belly as you say the name of it because it just makes it sound that much better. You know? like a little physical action. Oh, along yeah, with yeah. The... Physicality and voiceover, it's a big deal. Okay. It's a big right. deal, yeah. The eyebrows, you never know what you can win up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, see, look how surprised you uh-huh, just were you were uh-huh. right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so what, what I figure we'll do is we'll each taste each of the three brands. Are you cool with this? Absolutely. And now, so, now spicy, where are you where are you on spicy I food? I am not at all. These are so, not going to be, these are not going to be yeah, real no, spicy. If you hadn't introduced it as sweet, I would have walked out the door. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, these are, well, I guess I don't know. We're going to find out. But they should be pretty tame. So we'll give each one a score, one to ten. Does that mm-hmm. sound all right? Sounds good. Okay, so we're going to start with the Utz's. Utz's? The Utz? Utz? I don't know. The, okay, here. Uh, reach in, grab one. Okay. All right. Nice, thin, thin it's, and crispy. It is. It's a good looking chip. I agree. 
You took a you, you took a sniff, so I took a sniff. Apparently, yeah. I'll just follow you anywhere. No, yeah. it's fine. That's nice. That's nice. It's more sweet. Oh, there's a little heat coming on the back. A little heat. Give it a minute. The heat develops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not, that's not bad at all. That's though. not bad. That's not bad. It's not going to raise my blood pressure. Um. Okay. I like the heat on the. This is the Uts chip. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it like a seven. I have to score it before I try the others. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? Up. Actually, let's let we can. You no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. All right. And I'll adjust going forward. Um, we can always circle back and try them again, too. I'll tell you what, that you're right. That heat did kind of circle back. That was kind of exciting. I'm right? going to go with an eight on that. Ooh, nice. Okay, Roger's an eight on the Uts. Okay, next up, you want to open the Lays? Yes, I do. All right, cool. All okay, right. we have All three right. brands to try. You first, sir. Oh, thank you. Now, this appears to be exactly the same. This, you know, for, if it, you told me that this chip was the exact same one I just ate, I don't think I could tell It the might be the same chip in two different bags. <laughs> this this can happen. Uts and Lays are partnered together. Hmm. 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 I have I have an opinion. I'm I, I'm going with a six. Yeah, I'm going to say a lower score for yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm going to put I'm, Roger on a six. Um, I'm honestly, there is no heat in this. Does it say heat? It, do, it the, does. The, say heat. the package says heat. It, I am. It's got a little circle back similar to the other one, but I agree with you. It's not. Uh, I'm it's going not popping like I'm a going down a four. Honestly, a four. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. I I was I was not. It was, that was pretty Ouch. pretty flat. I well, these ones have ridges, so they won't be flat anyway. At least we'll be able to tell the difference. Right. These are the Wise chips. Um, Do you enjoy a ridge? No, actually, I don't. Yeah. I prefer this the the, the, the I, flat chips. I typically go off ridge as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I don't love are like, I might I might catch a little flack, but like Pringles, where it's not even actually a potato chip; it's like chopped formed potato. My wife thinks that Pringles are like official road trip food. Uh, yeah. So the only time that Pringles are ever even around me, or is if we're taking some sort in of the car. long road trip, and yeah, like I'll only eat them if there's nothing else in the car. Yeah, it's not it's, a choice. It's not really even a chip, but mm. go for the ridges. These are the wise. I don't always brand. love a good ridge, though. Yeah. I, I think we've also gotten a little crazy with the whole kettle cooked part of the business. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it sounds like you're the whole world explodes when you take a bite of one. Some of the and yeah, they're breaking teeth. Yeah. All right. The wise. Oh, these are not ridges. These are ridges. There's an extra eye in there. Ridges. I'll say. I'll say this. Go ahead. What probably the most instant punch of flavor was that ridge. Was on chip. the really? Yeah, huh? yeah, you yeah. got the flavor immediately. But I'm but I'm going seven. Yeah, I'm going five on that. I don't love it. Okay. All right. Well, there is a clear winner here. Do you want to do you want to taste any of them again? No, I believe the Uts was the clear winner. The Uts is absolutely the head and shoulders winner of the Southern Sweet Heat Barbecue Potato Chip Challenge here. On but your, your score sheet is is harsh, man. I mean, you, you're low on some of those. I, yeah, but the, well, I got the Lays did not impress me at all, and I'm, honestly, neither did the Wise. But I mean, like you could have gone ten nine eight. You went what seven well, five four. Like, ten is gonna just... ten is gonna be like I quit my job and leave the building immediately. It's just so damn good. You know what I mean? Like ten has to be unob unobtainable. Ten is I, I need to work for those people. Really, yeah, yeah, exactly. I need, I need to be in the factory. Yes, yes. I'm going to start a new religion based on these potato chips. <laughs> but you, you changed my mind on the ridgey. See, so this is. Uh, you know, I feel I'm a, I'm a more well-rounded individual for coming in here today, <laughs> or at least a ridged individual. Uh, Roger, I, I sort of hate to say this, my friend, but um, we're out of time, dude. That's how it goes. That was really fun. That's how it goes. Well, normally I live in a 30-second world with commercials, so this was actually like the whole generous. hour is like crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. it? Goes by quick though. Uh, my guest has been Roger Becker here on Taste Test Thursday. Remember, Taste Test Thursday is now podcasting. You can find me on Facebook, Adam Owens. Just look me up online. I'll post a link to today's episode along with photos of the food we chowed down upon. Uh, you can also find the podcast online. Go to anchor.fm slash taste test Thursday. You can get today's episode and all the old episodes as well. 
Uh, Rogers, we uh, as we wrap up, any any parting words of uh, of farewell or good luck to our listeners? I just want to say that I have very much enjoyed my time in the Wallen Paw Pack area. This is a wonderful part of the country, and I love it here. Dude, come back anytime. Thank you so much, Roger, for joining me this morning. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in and listening. Till the next time we talk, stay safe, be good to each other, and uh, motorcyclists, shiny side up. <laughs>